It always goes back to me. You know, it always goes back to Patty's point. <laughs> He's exactly. a center. <laughs> Our shiny star. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Wine on Wednesday, featuring our stars Joe Geiger, CMCA AMS PCAM, Maria Elena Solis, CMCA AMS, Patty Walton, CMCA AMS, and Rosie Brophy, CMCA AMS. I'm your moderator, Michael Shaw, Manager for Communications and Programs with the Pennsylvania and Delaware Valley Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Wine on Wednesday is a show featuring four community managers who, over the years of working and volunteering together, grew to become more than colleagues, they became close friends. Each episode, they'll talk a little bit about themselves, their journey, and their experiences in the community association world. They'll share stories, lots of laughs, and provide tips and advice perfect for community managers just starting out and even for more seasoned managers. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about keeping it professional, relationships with boards. So first, before we jump right into the topic, welcome back for your second episode. We're happy to have you again. Thank you. How's everyone doing today? Great. Good. Excellent. Still asking and all the compliments that we received from the first podcast. We received some really great feedback from some of your colleagues and coworkers and friends, and it was really wonderful to to get the feedback from everybody. The four of you are stars, so congratulations on your 15 minutes of fame. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Let's see if we can keep it going. We want to right. star on the walkway. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about relationships with boards. Aside from work-related issues, how do you keep a good relationship with your board as a whole? That's tricky. <laughs> Who's jumping in? Well, let's go in alphabetical order. No? No? Backwards. <laughs> Backwards alphabetical <laughs> order. Patty. Oh, me. Oh, great. I think communication for me is the key. My boards probably are sick of hearing from me. I contact, I would say... Almost every community board every day or week, especially the board presidents. And I really try to foster my relationship with them. And I I always say, you know, how's your day and how are your kids? And, you know, trying to make it human and and real. And and it's not just a job for me. And somebody's mom passed away. And how are you handling that? And, And then we'll jump into the business part of it. But we're all human. Communication, I would say, number one. I agree. I think communication is very important. And I also think just to be yourself, to be yourself and to just to be level with them, not be fake, not fake through it. If you don't know something or whatever, you know, be human, like Patty said. I think that they get to know you and they know, you know, that you're ethical and they know that you're honest and that you work hard, that you always follow up, continue to follow up that that I think they're the key, key things for a good relationship with the board. I think that besides being human and showing a little bit more of yourself to the boards, we need to get to that level of shared vision with them. So I always take advantage of any opportunity to try to steer them to training. We have like an additional topic of conversation and leaning on CAI and all the webinars and the presentations and and the training courses that they have for the board members is an excellent way to strengthen that relationship with them. You're so professional. (laughs) I just wing it. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you always say about your board packages? Yeah, don't even say it. Don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> I pull them out. Yeah. I just been doing it. <laughs> I've been doing it for so long. I, you know, I can just pull them out. But I, you know, second nature to you, right? It, it is. It is. But Marie Lee, she's so professional. And, and I just laugh. I would second what Jill said. Um, I very much believe in showing my human side to my boards and not just. Or, or Patty, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> not just always talk about work. I think that if they get to know, I mean, you don't have to be an open book. I mean, I, we definitely want to preserve our private life, but there are certain times when it's okay to share something that happened to you. Or for example, my son is in the National Guard. Mm. So when I can tell my boards, I need some time because right now I'm dealing with this. They're very supportive. And it's amazing sometimes the responses that you get from them. So I think just keep it human, keep it low. You don't have to disclose everything, but just be real. And if you're running late on something, admit it. Uh, you know, there's other things sometimes that take precedence and the boards understand. So just be real. Rosie, tell us your son's name so we can thank him on, on air for his service. Uh, Richard Tyler Brophy. So thank you, Richard Tyler Brophy, for your service to the country. Uh, We're so proud. Yeah, absolutely. And nervous at the same time. Thank for sure. You. Thank you so much. Is he going to Harrisburg? Where is he going? You know, yeah. you know, going back to our first podcast, I mean, this is a, a good example. You know, as soon as Rosie found out that Ricky was going there, right away, our little group, you know, got told and we we're all sending out hugs and prayers and we, you know, keeping us posted and is he down there yet? And so, you know, I think, you know, keeping it real and being human and friends. Was he sent to Washington recently or was he in Harrisburg? Yeah, he was in D.C. Yes, he was, he was in D.C. Okay. They will dismiss the unit this Tuesday. So okay. he'll be home. Wow. He'll be back at Pitt going to, to school like a nice college kid. So <laughs> he's doing good. Thank you for asking. Excellent. Aww. Fantastic. So I, I do want to get back to something that Maria Elena brought up. She mentioned CAI and training and, and each of you have, you know, what we, what we sometimes jokingly refer to as the alphabet soup behind your names. Each of you have your credentials through, through CAI. Do your board members know what those letters mean? Do they know how hard you've worked to get them and, and what it says about your professionalism as managers, or, or are they kind of in the dark about that? I think they definitely do know about that. You know, when I was studying with my PCAM, they gave you, Associate was generous to give you some time to do that. And I did take some time off and my board knew that, but I also worked in my office and closed my door. They understood, they completely understood. And I think that they, they definitely do know about all the credentials and how Associate require you to have at least your CMC at. So yeah, they... I think that's something they, for, for us anyway, for associate, my board, they definitely recognize that. I think it's important that if you do have those credentials, that you have those designations on your signature line. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, people need to know. Sometimes a homeowner would ask, what does that mean? And it's great to be able to explain to them, you know, our commitment to the, to the industry. Mm -hmm. Well, I have some news for you. Board leaders are going to be able to get a designation, too national program that CAI just launched. Oh, awesome. I love that. It started uh, at, at the beginning of last year, but, but obviously the pandemic sort of took, uh, took the thunder away from it a little bit. So it's now something that CAI National has started to focus more on. But in addition to taking the board leadership workshop class that, that board members can and often do take, they can take it one step further and actually get a, a credential. 
I don't know that they've come up yet with the with the acronym, what it will stand for yet, but, but it is a way for a board member to say, look, I've been properly trained in in the day-to-day operation of how to how to govern and manage a, a community association. So do any of you find that you have a tendency to favor one or more of your board members? Uh, do you play favorites from time to time? Oh, and, come on uh, now. How well, you hey, have... you know, I think it's a fair question. Relationships <laughs> get about our kids. Just... Do we favor either one? You know, our kids. Well, well sure, yeah. Uh, let, let's be honest. You probably do, right? You're not going to tell your kids which one's your favorite, but I know I'm not my mom's favorite. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hard to believe. But, but, you know, honestly, how do you handle uh, some relationships are going to be stronger than others? That's just, that's human nature. Do you have a tendency to favor one board member or more over, over others? And how do you, how do you balance that and make it work? think that we favor a board member, but I think we pay more attention to the board president. Yeah. While we have a board of directors, we as managers would like to have one point of communication and that would always be the board president. So when you, at least when I do, if I get contacted by them, they're my priority, that second, whatever they need immediately. And then I'll continue working on my rest of my day. That way they're their inquiry gets addressed immediately and there's no lapse. So I don't play favorites. I just put them as a priority. That's pretty accurate, I would say. I, being a um, portfolio manager, I have, uh, like I said, I have 10 properties right now. So my God, that's 45, 46, 70. I have 48 board members that I work with. Do you I know, right? remember all their God. names? <laughs> I know. Um, a lot of and, people. I, and I would say, honestly. That's why of, she drinks wine. That's why I drink wine. <laughs> that's why we're wine on Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays and Friday Saturday. and Saturday. I would, I would honestly say, you know, everybody's pretty much equal. There's one guy that I'm not like thrilled about, but I mean, again, he is the board president and I give him, like Rosie said, you know, I kill him with kindness and thank him for, you know, reaching out and I do whatever he asks and, you know, but I, I, I think it's also chemistry too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Just a know. quick list disclaimer, no actual board members were harmed in the recording of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Patty killed them with kindness only. I killed Nobody them with listened. kindness, that's right. <laughs> kill everybody with kindness. <laughs> Have any of you dealt with rogue board, board members, negative board members, and, um, you know, or, or one who, who takes control of the agenda. And how do you handle a board member who's, who's probably gone a little bit off the rails, let's say? I mean, I had in my prior, uh, not this board, in my prior, the prior company I used to work for a long time ago, I've had board members where, you know, I knew that they didn't, one, it, maybe two of that three member board did not like me. And it was a chemistry thing. It was a personal thing. I thought because I work so hard, but you know, it could not be, but there were some things that they were doing that I had to actually, and it was very hard because I was so early in my career that I had to sit down with them and just say, you know, how am I doing? Or, you know, these are the feelings that I'm getting from you. And um, I don't appreciate, you know, that type of talk. Like if you're not liking what I'm doing, we can resolve this in a professional way. I really don't like how you badger me in front of the whole group, you know, and I would have to sit down and talk to them. And that was so hard to do, but you know what? Earned their respect. Yep, I'm sure. Earned their respect. And that, and I've had to do that through my years. 
And you can do it, like you said, Patty, with kindness. You can say, you know what? I love you guys. I think you're great. Your community is great. But, you know, I got an issue and I need to work this out. That is actually very informative. I, I have to say, I've never had that problem. What well, that's I, because everybody loves Rosie. I really have. Well, that's because I keep everybody in check. Uh, and I think that has more to do with the liking, no liking. Um, but whenever I've gotten any specific board member that I feel is doing something that is well, not really what the community would like, or he's going a little bit rogue, I will never respond to him individually. If he sends me an email with one question that is just like off the road, I always reply to the entire board. So that way everybody knows what he's asking and more importantly, what my response to right. him was. Right. I think so that's a great point. Absolutely. I think that is the one thing that you can always do. Like don't, don't engage him individually if you, it's, if you think it's going to create a problem. Involve your board and gain their support that way. Anybody else? You would like to expand on it? We can't believe that anybody wouldn't like you. Well, it's not that they don't like me per se. It was a, a new board. And since I worked with the previous board, they didn't like what the board was oh, doing. Mm, gotcha. And okay. it had to do with the pandemic. Sure. It's very difficult to make them understand that you have to be part of their team. You not always agree with what they're doing. You can only make suggestions and recommendations. But at the end of the day, the manager will implement the board's decisions. Absolutely. We work at the discretion of the board. There's so we just have to insist in letting them know that this is a new board. Well, let me be part of your team. It mm -hmm. should be like a clean slate. Let's start over. Right. How can I help? Just don't, don't push me aside. You know, let me be part of your mm -hmm. new group. And I think if you have a rogue board member or a rogue board, putting things in the minutes, is, it's, it's, it's a very strong way of saying that I want it noted for the minutes that I do not agree. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Um, my recommendation is this. And you have to make sure that you can say that in a nice way that there's always ways of saying, I don't agree or I don't like that. Please, you know, turn to the minute person and say, please make sure that you record that this is the rec this is what they want, but that I'm not recommending that or something. Jill, Jill, how do you handle it when that minute taker refuses to put it in the minutes? Well, I never had it where it wasn't put in. Yeah. I had. I mean, it. they put it in. I made sure it was in. I would put it in my management report or, or some type of document. But this way, the minutes are accepted by them at the next meeting or whatever, and so they know that you're serious. That you're not going to be putting your, you know, that you, you're saying that they're whatever liable. They're going to be liable. They're going to be, they're, you know, they're making a poor decision. This could be something that would be maybe uh, some type of uh, insurance problem or lawsuit or whatever. So those rogue board members usually are why they're rogue is because they're doing stuff that, that you know, they want to do on their own and uh, making poor decisions. You know, you can't be a part of that. You have to separate yourself from that. Early on in the pandemic, Jill, uh, as a member of the Communications and Content Committee, you and I have had a lot of conversations. And one of the things we talked a little bit about were, were some of the things that you were doing to keep your board informed about what was going on in the world of, of the pandemic, uh, but also to kind of keep them, I don't want to say entertain, that's not the right word, but but to kind of keep things a little bit light as well, to kind of, you know, kind of provide a little bit of a stress relief. Can you talk a little bit about that for me? Yes, I did 
daily, almost daily email blasts, not just to my board, but to my whole community. And it was things, more things that I, that I, things that I didn't really do in the past because I didn't have time. It was, you know, first, of course, it was talked about the pandemic and where you can go and get tested or this or that. But then it wound up to be things like social things, ideas. And I think they got to know me more since, you know, because of that. But like things that Harry and I were doing on the weekends in the pandemic, we were driving around looking at covered bridges. And I wrote this thing about that, like you can do that, or there's places you can go and fish, or there's, there's, there's certain things that I would give suggestions to, or, you know, a lot of social things, suggestions. I don't think the community or the board of directors were used to, you know, hearing from me. I mean, aside from Morgan Dale Day and some of the social things that they see me, you know, crazy with, you know, it wasn't like I've ever done anything like a social director would do. And, and, and that I did that for like a good four to six weeks, but then things got busy again. So I, I, I veered away from that. I mean, it kind of was different because I sh- it showed a little bit of, you know, my personality. So we're, we're still in the middle of, ho- hopefully near the end of, but still in the middle of the pandemic. How are your boards doing? How are your communities doing? And how are you doing? I think the I same. Guess. I mean, same. I think everybody's waiting for that vaccine to kick in to really change things. My clubhouses are still closed. Um, so we're waiting. We're not taking any action as of right now. I never saw Patty speechless. I know. I'm like, well, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't see I, right now. I'm not managing amenities other than uh, a pool and that's not this time, you know, it's not now. So, mm-hmm. sure. but like yeah. zoom meetings and different things that you're doing. Yeah, no, we're still doing zoom meetings. Um, even, even coming up for the spring annual meetings, I'm, I'm setting them up already for March and April for zoom. Same here. And your boards have all responded pretty well to, to meeting that yes. way. It was amazing. Yes. Everybody actually prefers it now. Yeah, so it's great. Good with me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that brings us to uh, my favorite part of the of the show, Patty's wine recommendation. I think I think Patty, you're the one that's going to. Recommend I think I'm the wine out, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Patty I'm sorry. The wine I, I, I'm going to have to get with them to get because um, I'm more of a red drinker. So today I'm going to share with you um, a Malbec. It's from a, a small uh, vineyard in Mendoza, Argentina called Amara, A-Y-M-A-R-A. It's a reserve Malbec from 2018 and it's a 4.0 rating. It's a very nice Malbec. And like I said, it's it's a kind of a best kept secret from this small vineyard. You can get it at Tonal Wine and More in Delaware. You can let me know. I'm going for my outing down there <laughs> next month. Stocking up on all your booze. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> stop this. I'm like living a college life right now. <laughs> well, it was the world's Cheers. best kept secret, but now now all of our listeners Everybody know knows. I know. Pick it up. Pick it up. All right. Well, I think that's probably all the time we have for today. So I want to thank you all uh, once again for taking some time to join us to talk about keeping it professional, your relationship with boards. That's a wrap on this episode of Wine on Wednesday. Intro and outro music is Good Mood by Arch Music. Are you interested in sponsoring Wine on Wednesday? Contact us at info at dai-pa-delval.org. Have feedback about this show? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at cai-padelval.org. Thank you to all of our listeners who sent in such warm and supportive comments about our inaugural episode, including Steve Castle, Al Barrow, Donna Cawthorn, and Carol Sapp. It was great to hear from all of you. 
I'd like to thank our stars, Rosie Brophy, Maria Elena Solis, Joe Geiger, and Patty Lawton. On behalf of them and CAI, thank you for tuning in. Let's meet here again real soon.